Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning in to Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to give it a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's the best way to let other Bravo lovers find out about the show. Today's episode is blessed with the presence of Megan Segura. She's a senior producer at Bravo and is also the host of Bravo's Daily Dish podcast. Welcome. Thank you for having me. We got two Megans in the studio, which means bad news bears for the listeners. I I know. Like, two (laughs) Megans is dangerous. I am also severely hungover from a birthday party last night, so I sort of feel like one of our Vanderpump Rules cast members <laughs> yeah. because I, I swear they've never not come in hungover. I mean, I feel like Kristen Doty has like a glass of white wine next to her at all times. Like it's in a rider if she like goes anywhere. She's like, I need Pinot Grigio. Uh, like Ramona, like she has to have the IV. Totally. <laughs> Ramona Pinot. <laughs> so you have basically interviewed every single person on Bravo. Basically. Which is pretty incredible. Yeah. Is there anybody that you think that you actually would like want to get a drink with, hang out with, like in a real way, like an actual friendship? Okay. You know who surprised me? Madison from Southern Charm. Because I was like, oh, like crazy recognizes crazy. And there was something about her that was like, I think she would be an amazing best friend. Well, I think, like, as much as her and Austin's relationship was weird, like, she was pretty ride or die for him. Like, she was like, I'm going to go up to Shep for you. Like, and no one goes against Shep because he's, you know, brutal with his words. Like, if he has anything, it's the ability to, like, eviscerate someone and, like, really use big words and make people feel really dumb. And she kind of, like, threw him on his ass a little bit. Yes. And there's just, like, this fire in her eyes that's just, like... (laughs) I am slightly scared of you, and I think I like it. Yeah, I think I'm into it, too. I wonder if she's going to still be a part of the show this upcoming season. I feel like she has to be. be. Has to be. I mean, yeah, I would do anything to, like, be a fly on the wall and, like, a fight with her and Austin. Granted, we did get that video 7,000 times of, like, the cheating. I feel like I could reenact it for you (laughs) if I needed to. Madison! (laughs) So ridiculous. (laughs) 
Um, well, actually, this leads us perfectly into really sad news coming out of Charleston. Southern Charm star Naomi Olindo opened up on Instagram this past week that her father, Joel, passed away. She shared that she had lost a piece of her heart last Friday after privately fighting esophageal cancer for 12 excruciating months. My dad lost the only fight he ever lost. He died peacefully, surrounded by the people that loved him more than words can explain. I missed him before he was ever even gone, and I can't imagine what this world will be like. Like, truly nothing breaks my heart more. Like, her father was the sweetest man on the show. I know. Like, you know, sometimes I don't feel as close to people's outside relationships, but I feel like we really got a sense of how close she was to her parents and Mm -hmm. her dad in particular. And yikes. I mean, I just feel so terrible for her. Yeah, it's devastating. And you could see that, like, her dad was such a role model of, Mm -hmm. like, the type of man she wanted in her life and I always felt like he was always super hardworking. and she always said like you know they grew up really privileged but that didn't stop Naomi from having like her own dreams starting her fashion line going to business school like doing things that like you know a trust fund kid might not care about doing or not really want to do and I think she even said I think this past season she was like oh you know like my dad like might be able to retire right now but like he still goes to work every day because like what else is he going to do? Like, right. He's got to provide. Really, really sad news. Um, I do wonder, though, because he, you know, with an illness like this, I'm sure there were preparations made. And wasn't she sort of at one point going to be taking over sort of the family business? Because, like, he's in restaurants and stuff. Yeah, I feel like she was kind of, like, a part of it, like, yeah. with that Nico restaurant mm-hmm. down in Charleston. Like, I feel like she was, like, really a part of that. But I'm guessing she'll probably become more involved yeah. since his passing. And all I could think was, like, I hope Craig is there for her and, Aww. you know. Well, Craig, like, as much as, like, he was petty and the two of them had, like, a, a pretty gnarly breakup. Like, one, it's a breakup suck regardless but when you're like doing it on television like i'd be a monster if i was like being filmed for all like breakups like that would just be so hard to see and so i always kind of give him like a weird pass but he is such a good friend he definitely is going to be there for her i think like through the wake and the funeral and all that stuff and i feel like it's weird timing because Catherine Dennis's mom passed away, I think, what, in August? So it's interesting that both of them are now going to have to be dealing with this on the upcoming season. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, uh, the show is interesting because they really do touch on a lot of like very, very dark things. And this is a different situation than like the Thomas of it all, where like everybody was like, mum's the word, like we're not saying anything. Right. But this is like a dark thing that like is more personal and can actually be kind of like talked about and delved deeper into. So it's really sad. Very. I hate talking about sad things on this show because sometimes it's like, where do you go from here? Most of the time I'm like, Marlo might be suing Kenya for slandering her about a fake Birkin bag. Like that's like the fun shit I like to talk about. Then I'm like, um, yeah, but life is also like really sad, especially for young people losing family members. Totally. Well, moving on to really exciting news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> really, really exciting. <laughs> Teresa DJ from the Real Housewives of New Jersey announced her split from Joe a couple weeks back. The girls are currently in Italy celebrating the holidays with their dad, Sans Teresa. And Teresa has been spotted all over New Jersey uh, with the hot pool boy, Tony. They spent the holidays together. First of all, respect that you pronounce it Judice. Because some people like, <laughs> do Judice, 
which <laughs> she says it's fine either way. But I have a, I just have an ounce more respect for people who say Judice. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, I feel like she did like a change. Like after like season three, she's like, it's no longer Judice, it's Judice because we're Italian. It's like so. Why did you start with that? But okay, but uh, <laughs> I feel like wouldn't you just always lead with that being how you pronounce it? But. I don't know. They're so Italian. It's just. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the girls had to go be with Joe because it's his first Christmas back in so long. Teresa probably has to stay home to be with her dad. Don't oh, you think? yeah. And he was just in the hospital yeah. for like another ammonia or something. Poor no, no. I know. Yeah. It made me sad to think that Teresa like wasn't with the girls on the holidays because that's also really lonely. But she spends a lot of time with uh, Melissa and Joe and their kids. So at least she got some family time out of this. And her new boyfriend, quote unquote boyfriend, I shouldn't shouldn't jump to conclusions. Right. We don't know. It's not confirmed. However... I feel like at this rate, why not? And I was going through some Facebook group and I saw that this Tony guy was featured in the christening episode. Like he was pulling Joe Gorga back from beating the shit out of Joe Giudice. So like this guy has been in the ether for, I mean, obviously 40 years. They've known each other since they were kids. Wow. And I was also then reading another like message board or something and they were like, he's just a fame hungry money grabbing. Like he knows Teresa's got money and whatever fame i'm like this guy seems like he's been around forever he had a crush on her in high school maybe he's like you know what like joe did her dirty and also i have to say when i think of Teresa, i don't think oh has lots of money i think (laughs) geez the the lawyer fees that have been racking up you know yeah um i i just hope for her now that we you know we've gotten word that they're separating i kind of want her to go through a little bit of a hoe phase yeah, I mean, I think she was, like, kind of dipping her toe into the whole pool. Yeah. Like, with that, like, 26-year-old guy. Granted, she was like, he's just my friend. I'm like, yeah, because me and lots of my random male friends just hold hands in Miami, like, on the beach together. I don't know. It's generally not a thing I do with my male friends. Right. I mean, I, I don't even have male friends that are straight <laughs> and platonic. Yeah, I feel like the only male friends I have are either, like, I loved him and he didn't love me or he loved me and I didn't love him mm. or we're like, we broke up like seven years ago and I'm like, oh yeah, I could see you at a party, but I'm not like <laughs> going out to like a bar with you. Like there's no reason to ever be near a straight right. man if I wasn't Unless dating him. Unless you're having sex with him. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. <exactly. laughs> well, another interesting thing that came from the Jersey girls, Teresa and Caroline Manzo were spotted filming a Super Bowl commercial together for Sabra Hummus. How much... Did they get paid to do that? Like, Teresa, I think, would do it. Caroline, they must have paid a shit ton. To think that just a month before, they were at BravoCon, where Caroline had to address the comments that Teresa made about her on Watch What Happens Live, and I think she called her an ass, like... And then fast forward four weeks later, and they're on, you know, a soundstage in Los Angeles eating hummus together. Oh, I love hummus. I mean, I do too. I'm like the power of Mediterranean food bringing people together. I know. It's it's also like it's not even Italian food, you know? Well, that's another thing. I'm like, I don't think Teresa, one, has ever had hummus, and two, I can guarantee you she does not know it's made from chickpeas. I also don't know that I would want to film a commercial with her. Like, how many takes did they have oh to do? God. Oh, no. <laughs> 
well, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl now. Like, I wasn't. Oh, right. Yeah, no, like, 1, now I'm, I might be throwing a party for it. Like, Honestly, I'm going to get cable. <laughs> it, it probably didn't even happen, but, like, Sabra put out the word <laughs> yeah. because the Super Bowl is in cahoots with them to get female viewership yeah. up, and we're all going to be, like, watching and waiting. Well, who's the halftime show? Oh, I have no idea. What's, See? I don't know. Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show? Clearly, it's, like, not Lady Gaga. If it was, then I'd be, like, very privy to it. But let's see. Because I feel like there was a lot of, like, Black Lives Matter stuff going on after Colin Kaepernick of it all. So a lot of people are like, fuck that. I'm not performing at the Super Bowl. Like, love that for Rihanna. Okay, I guess my Wi-Fi is not working. But, yeah. This is my Super Bowl. I'm just going to wait until the commercial comes on. And if it's after the halftime show, then I might be shit out of luck because I don't think I – like I go to a hot, like a Super Bowl party and right, then I leave not, right after the right. halftime show. I'm like, I got I to gotta get out of here. Yeah. Like I can't be near sports. sports. <laughs> like the sound of sports. Oh, God. It's terrifying. <laughs> well, speaking of other people who are filming some fun projects, Portia Williams from the Real Housewives of Atlanta – was spotted filming for the HBO show Insecure this past week. Who knew Portia had acting chops for HBO level shows? Yeah, <laughs> good I shows. Mean, is she is she going to be on it as Portia? Well, I don't know because then I was reading that Candy Burris and Ray J were also spotted, so it might be some sort of like they went to an event, like the cast went out somewhere and ran into celebrities being Ray J, Candy, and Portia. Because I just feel like, yeah, when you are a reality star at the level that Candy and Portia are, you can't really be taken seriously as an actress. Like, is that wrong to say? Well, she was in Sharknado 5. You are are so right, and I am so wrong. Yeah, that, I mean, it was snubbed at the Oscars in 2017. But no, I mean, you can't go from being on one of these shows to them being like, oh, I'm a full-time actress. I mean, Lala Kent has done it seamlessly, (laughs) like in like her now like Al Pacino like film. I'm like, what? Like, granted, again, she, you know, might know the producer. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shocking that, that she has a killer role. But even, like, a lot of the other people on Vanderpump Rules, yeah. they all started, they're like, I'm going to be a neat, yeah. like, actress. And the thing <laughs> is, it's not that I don't think that they're talented. Like, Portia, I could totally see as an actress. I just know every detail of her life now. It would be hard to suspend my disbelief <laughs> and watch her in a role that wasn't Portia. Yeah, I'm like, remember what you did to Candy, like, in the middle of, like, an episode yeah. <laughs> of Insecure? Like, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like it's like kind who's of who's watching the baby, right? <laughs> who's watching PJ? Yeah. Well, speaking of, Portia is currently in Mexico with her family and Monique Samuel's family from Potomac. They're doing like a joint vacation in Mexico together. Did we know they were friends? No. I love this. I love this. No, I love I Mon- Monique. Yeah, those two. I now it's like wow. I can see that. I bet they are really fun together. And they have those two little babies, so yes. they're kind of the same age. But I'm hoping that. Chris Samuels, who I think is one of the top house husbands on all of the franchises. I'm in love with him. I hope he teaches Dennis a thing or two about, you know, being a good man. Is Dennis on this vacay? Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see about that. I mean, they are back together. <laughs> so we'll see. <laughs> Moment of silence. 
<laughs> um, well, good things have also been happening for Monique and her family because they've currently been shooting season five. And as we've been reporting on this show, there was some assault charges placed on both Candace and Monique after there was this incident at a vineyard back in October. So supposedly Monique slammed Candace's face onto a table. The complaints after reviewing evidence and conducting interviews, they decided to drop all the cases. So I think that's probably really good for their families, but like, so what happens now after like a big case like this is dropped? Like, are they friends again? Like, uh, yeah. I, I will say we had um, one of the Bravo executives who works on Potomac on the podcast, Noah Sampton, and he was talking about this season and we're just like, please give us any information. And he's like, I can't, but I will say that this is the most explosive season yet. And he wasn't even referring, I think, to this because he was talking about male drama. Ooh. So I just think we are in for like such a treat. I mean, Potomac brings it every single episode. Like at this rate, like I look forward to Real Housewives of New York first and foremost, like Vanderpump Rules, like duh. And then like Potomac is like, I will watch it the second. I like have cable. I don't have cable. I like watch it on the Bravo TV website. So uh-huh. it's like I have to wait a day, which is life ruining. Yeah. Uh, but I will always go towards like a Potomac first. But even now, like, you know, I'm like, oh, I f- fuck, I forgot to watch this episode of OC. Like, oh, yeah. let me go back and watch that. Whereas Potomac, I'm like, every single episode will have something crazy. And even just like hearing Karen speak or, you know, the sound bites that you get from these types of shows, Potomac specifically, is just is just so good. And, and it's sad that people don't give it all the props and love it deserves. No, I mean, more people definitely need to be introduced. And once they are, I think they'll be hooked. Also, I don't want to make you jealous, but one of my <laughs> Christmas gifts this year was La Dame fragrance. Oh, my God. Rollerball. Yeah. Rollerball. How does it smell? You know what? I like it. I wouldn't wear it on like a date, but maybe like a, a lunch with my mom. Okay. That's a really good. You're co-signing it really well. Well, yeah, I, I'm dying to try it. I wonder when it's going to be like available in stores. I know she said like a Bloomingdale's mention, but yeah, this I think was on HSN. HSN. Okay, no, did I like write it down? I'm like <laughs> by Ladam. Wow, that's an amazing gift. Do you guys do anything fun at Bravo with like some sort of gift exchange for Bravo products? We did. We did <laughs> one um, two years ago. I think the problem though. Because, okay, so I think, oh, what I brought was Candy's bedroom. It was like a watermelon scented and flavored candle because when you light it, you use the wax and it's edible and you... There was like a lot of components to this wow, one candle. Wow, It's not just your average candle. Right. Wow. Three other employees all bought Cop Without a Badge. Oh. Dude, it's expensive. I was like on Amazon the other day. I was like, I'm going to buy it like just to like, you know, because it's history. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, okay, well, I'm not spending $27 on a hard copy book of Cop Without a Badge. I'm like, hopefully this will be gifted to me in the, right. in the future. I'm hoping. I'm putting in, I'm trying to manifest that for me. I personally ended up taking home uh, a, a nice ceramic bowl with nine lemons in him. Oh, yeah. see, that's so fun. Yeah. It's so fun to just work with people who, who just love Bravo more than anything. And that is honestly the best part of my job because so many of my friends don't watch. I mean, I do this show twice a week and literally no one in my my 
like I've I've made friends through Bravo, but like everybody in my life is like, what are you talking about? And any guy I go on a date with, any guy who like has to like date me, they're like, wait, so what are these shows? Like, yeah, and they're like, I think my mom watches The Housewives. I think, and then I try to explain it, and then I'm like, oh my god, well, I'm not. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry. And some, well, less awesome. Like, what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. She making a syllabus like the intro to Bravo viewing because Ooh. I think so many people are like I'm, I want to watch these shows but I don't know where to start so I'm gonna make like a master class of like watch New York season two watch Beverly Hills season two like you know kind of figure out the best seasons to start if you don't want to be like oh I'm gonna start from the first episode of the first season which obviously is my you know the way I think you should be watching right. shows. I'm like, you need all of the details. I also think your demographic here are people that want to get laid <laughs> by people that watch Bravo. Nothing I, is sexier than someone who just casually drops some Bravo info. You have no idea. Yeah, like, I, I mean, sometimes, like, my roommate's boyfriend, like, must know, like, one gay guy at his job, and he, like, came up to me once, and he was like, so, uh... I heard uh, Potomac was pretty explosive. <laughs> and I literally was like, I am wet. I'm like, I know you're like my roommate's boyfriend and all, but you're my boyfriend now. Like, what? And then, but then, you know, then he does show his true colors a couple weeks ago. He's like, so I heard um, Love and Hip Hop New York is coming back. I'm like, get the fuck out of my house. I'm like, you're bringing Love and Hip Hop in my home? No, get out. Get out. Gross. That Disgusting. is grosser. I watch Bravo. Bravo. Bra. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, saying in Potomac, actually, Katie Rost, who is the gift that keeps on giving, mm. it was engaged to a new boyfriend after five months of dating, but they are no longer together. We don't know anything about this guy. She just posted a photo of him, like, months ago on Instagram with a ring and was like, I'm getting engaged. It's like, what? And she was like dating another guy on the show before. I think the other guy was Jacob. This guy is Jesse. Okay. So now she's single on the prowl. She said it wasn't really anything dramatic. He just wanted certain things right away. And I think, anal. Yeah. I'm like anal and kids. <laughs> and she's probably like, you know what? I've got a lot going on. Yeah. And I'm glad Katie was like, okay, I probably shouldn't create more children at this this rate. Well, I just think, yeah, she just has a lot going on. A lot going on, a lot of miscellaneous kids, a lot of random, like, men, like, dating and drama. I feel like she just needs to, like, take it easy. Yeah. She did say she's writing, which I wonder what 
what she's writing. I'm like a show, a, a yeah. book. Journaling. Yeah. <laughs> My daily prompts, you know. She does look healthier than she has in the past, which is good. Yeah. And she's living in L.A. too, so maybe she's getting Sunshine. that Cali sun. Yeah. A little vitamin D. Yeah. Oh, hey there. <laughs> I mean, maybe she's not getting <laughs> vitamin D anymore. <laughs> well, speaking of other people who are sadly splitting up, Ladies of London star Caroline Stanberry and her husband, Sem, decided to get divorced after 17 years of being together. And I'm pretty devastated because I am a true Caroline Stanberry stan, if you will. And this just sucks. They always thought we were very cute on the show together. He's gorgeous. Stunning. I am very upset about this. Um, but I guess the silver lining is people have been saying maybe Caroline Stanberry could be on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Yeah. And Caroline is like liking and retweeting. So she's definitely putting feelers out there to Bravo. I feel like she's manifesting her own destiny. Yeah. Because I feel like the show is no longer on because she had to move to Dubai. Not have to move to Dubai. He was moving to Dubai for his job, and so obviously she's going to go with him and the children. But, but then, what like, are they going to do? Is she going to stay there? I doubt it. What the fuck are you going to do in Dubai with your ex husband? I feel know. like her kids yeah. are like kids who will go to boarding school. Right. I feel like she'll be like send them off to like a gorgeous school in like Kent, like in right. the UK, like do something f- incredibly classy. But I really would love to see her on Beverly Hills. Wouldn't that be such a treat? She, and we need that British accent. I mean, well, we still have Dorit, but... <laughs> I was like, we have Vanderpump, but you hit me with the Dorit. That is <laughs> I think I'd be into this. Yeah. She would really give the other women a run for their money. I just... That's what I loved about her on Ladies of London. Like, her whole life just seemed so pretty, you know? Mm-hmm. Even her offices <gasps> and, like... Ugh. I yeah, mean, her life. She's like lifestyle porn. I feel like yeah. all of the yeah. women on Ladies of London were. Yes. Even what's her name, Juliet. Mm-hmm. She was a little bit insufferable, but I'm like, your husband is gorgeous. Your kids are so cute. You always have new clothes and are like doing something fabulous and like going on trips. I follow her on Instagram. I'm like, your life seems so nice, like so just nice. I'm like, I need to find like a gorgeous British guy who's like moved to London and let's um wear like barbore jackets and like go fucking skeet shooting. Yeah. I mean, I think that's how it goes when you date a British guy. I'm exactly. I'm literally going to London <laughs> in February. So I'm like, um, putting my feelers out there. Yes. <laughs> I joined ladies of London. <laughs> well, speaking of other people on the cast of Beverly Hills, Teddy Mellencamp posted the other day that they have picked the top four names for their baby Baby girl that is coming. I'm not sure when she's coming. The options are Presley, Shay, Selena, and Dove. Okay, and so they're definitely going to pick one of those? (laughs) She said we are a house divided. Okay, first of all, I don't think it's wise to share that on social media for the very reason that's about to unfold, which is just us. Ripping it a new ripping, one. Ripping yeah. it apart. No, I love Presley. Presley's cute. And um who else had a Presley? Didn't uh Jules no, it was um Kristen Takeman. She had a Presley. Or was that a Kingsley? And a Presley. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah. 
No I comment think. I don't. Yeah. I mean, probably I could see Kristen definitely And I feel like there route. was another wife that had a Presley. I, I'm okay with Presley. How does she spell Shay? S-H-A-Y. And I remember seeing... Like Sheena Shay. Well, yeah, I saw something on the internet, I guess. I don't even know where I'm, I'm seeing things anymore at this point. It's just like osmosis in my brain. But I saw Teddy being like, I might be naming my kid after Vanderpump Rules cast member. I'm like, uh, Lala? Like what, like, what name? And She said that? Yeah, she was saying, like, I might be doing that, which is interesting. It's like, oh... Trying to get into Vanderpump's good graces, I see. That is interesting. Okay. Shay Shay is normal. It's just it's it's I immediately think of Michael Shay. Yeah. Mike Shay. Mike Shay. <laughs> Sheena Shay. So okay. Third one? Selena. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a a beautiful name, but I just feel like it's like naming your kid Madonna at this point. Yeah. You know? I feel like it's a quick like association yes. to the singer rather and it's like not even Selena Gomez. It's like the tragic story of Selena. Yeah, it's like, either or. Yeah. I mean <laughs> This is so hard. Like don't put this thing on the don't internet. Make like us do this, this like Henny. <laughs> and this is my job to report on what's being done. But this is too easy. And then we've got Dove. The See, Dove I think it's Melon brave Camp. she would put that out there that she's thinking about naming her kid Dove. <laughs> what were the comments like? I have to know. Let's see. Teddy Mellencamp. Oh, I actually have to go on my phone. Guess my... This is the hard-hitting journalism that we do here on Bravo Happy Hour. All right. Let's see. Teddy Mellencamp. Okay. And we have to think of them. Okay. Wait. So what was the first one again? Presley. Presley Arroyave. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shay Arroyave. Selena Arroyave, Dove Arroyave. <laughs> well, okay. Kate Casey was a great podcast. Said Presley, an homage to a singer like your dad. It goes best with the other names. The monogram balances out too. The monogram. I like how she. I mean, I love her. By the way, yeah. Um, but I love how she was like. This is the. This is my advice. Yeah. <laughs> As a mother of five, yeah. <laughs> this is what you should do because the monogram will be stunning. Cameron Westcott said, "I do love Presley and Selena a lot." Let's see. Anyone? Someone said, please, for the love of God, do not do Selena. That's what I mean. Yeah. It's not like people are going to be, for the most part, oh, I love this. It's going to be, how like, don't torture yeah. your child. Please, please do not name your child Dove. <laughs> people are fucking terrible. But again, yeah, you're, like, you're putting this out into the universe. Like You're giving people yeah. a really big opening to give them give unsolicited opinions. I'm going with Presley or Shay. Those are my, my two. I would agree with that. I think Dove and Selena have got to go. Presley, she might do. I think I like Kate Casey's yeah. thought on no, it. No, Kate Casey makes some excellent points. Name it after a singer like your father. God, R.I.P. that Teddy, Teddy's dad, John, and Meg Ryan are no longer together. I know. That was really hard for me. Just, you know what's hard for me in general is just that Meg Ryan made America fall in love with her and then just sort of stopped. Like, just went away. And it's like there's so many unanswered (laughs) questions for me. What is your life like? So I thought we might get her on Beverly Hills. Imagine if she just joined Beverly Hills. Oh my god, like that would be an absolute game changer. Because we got Denise Richards, which is a really big get, 
And supposedly she is like in the shit with everybody. Brandy, who is just tweeting up a storm. They must be like, Brandy, get some uh, fodder going on with the upcoming season because everyone was like iffy about it last season. But she just said, I got Denised, dot, dot, dot. I'm like, you didn't get jaxed. You could only get jaxed. <laughs> Getting Denised? Brandy said that? Yeah. What does that mean? Getting Denised? I mean, we did. Man, I know a lot of guys who would love to get Denised. Yeah. <laughs> We did see Denise come out a little bit on Camille at that one party. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, she, like, turned a little bit, and I'm like, where has this been? Like, this, I'm like, this is a finale party, and finally we're getting some, like, fire behind your eyes. And also just how much her accent comes out, oh. too, when she's angry. I love it. The Midwest comes yes. out. And I kind of loved that about Denise, because you'd think, like, from the outside, oh, she's this big celebrity married to Charlie Sheen, like, money, da-da-da. And you just see her, like, in Ugg boots and her little shorts. It's like her little wife beater tank tops, like and like completely normal. And her forehead moves, and that oh is <laughs> so not shade to the other housewives, but it was very surprising to me, and it made me wonder if I think like do actresses have to sort of stay away from that? Well, I think at this point, like certain actresses will try to do it. Like, try to do the Botox and whatever, and hopefully they see themselves in a role where they're like, oh, wow, like, my face doesn't move. But sometimes it's sick because I'll watch a show and I'm like, oh, my God, that woman has so many wrinkles. And I'm like, oh, no, like, I'm just now becoming— You are the problem. Yeah, yeah, because we become so desensitized to, like, what faces look like. And And Denise is a perfect example. Yeah. Totally beautiful looks like her age, looks gorgeous. And she's like, um, yeah, I wear sunscreen and have a lot of sex. That's my um, beauty secrets. Like, <laughs> All right. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I'm excited for Beverly Hills. And I didn't think I was, but I've been rewatching season four. I just randomly started and it's just so good. Yeah. I the love olden to, days. I love to go back for, to the beginning. Like Beverly Hills actually is my favorite franchise because I find it just kind of dark in the best ways. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I do a lot of rewatches. Do you know anything about this Garcelle girl? Have you heard anything around the streets about her? Not in relation to the other ladies. I think everyone likes her. I hear Sutton is kind of a... Mm. She's, she's different is what I hear. Hmm. Like she has sort of a quirky energy. Interesting. Yeah. Which I kind of feel like we need a little bit of that because we got that with Kim. Yeah. I feel like Kim always brought like a weird quirkiness that like all the other women were like, what the fuck? Yeah. You're not like the quintessential Beverly Hills woman, but interesting. Kim, I think will be on this season because at Bravo Con, I was interviewing her and she was saying that she was having major beef with one of the housewives, but it wasn't. Lisa Renna. Huh. Well, it was interesting. Like, I mean, you could help answer this. Like, are they going to be breaking the fourth wall for the people who were filming during the BravoCon time? So I'm so curious, too, because I thought it was interesting that on Real Houses of Atlanta this season, we see... The them on the thing. private. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's so meta. But yeah. Yeah, I really liked seeing that because sometimes, like, as viewers, we all know these people are like famous and on yeah. Bravo, but you know, you don't see them doing these kind of Bravo events. So it's kind of fun to be like, oh, wait, like, yeah, you guys do like, you guys are like famous and on yeah. Bravo. And I think it was interesting because on the Southern Charm reunion, 
they were like, Austin, what do you do for work? Or like, Chelsea was like kind of being like, oh, so like I would work even if I had a trust fund. And he was like basically not saying like, I do this as my job. Yeah. This is my job. Right. I don't need to have another job. I make great money doing this. Yes. So it's interesting to see like as they kind of progress on the shows and they no longer like do their the main profession that they kind of started off with, like Phaedra, like what is Phaedra lawyering? Mm. Like I feel like after a while you kind of just like phase out of that yeah. career, whatever your path was, and then you're like, oh, I guess like this is kind of my career now. Yeah, but that just seems it seems like a fleeting thing. Yeah, it, it seems risky. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think you know, as much as Vicky Gumbelson is out of her mind, she still was like slinging insurance packages, right? Like she would be fine no matter what. Years. Yeah, like yes, it, it, if she were not to come back next season at all, it would. be be a loss of money, but she'll be fine. Yeah. Whereas other women, it's like, oh God, like what we TV show are you going to end up on in a year and a half? And then it's like a true TV. Like it's just like, then I think like lily padding between other weird reality shows and doing different projects and then just ultimately being like, okay, I guess I'm going back to real life now. Well, like Joe from Real Housewives of Orange County, the first season. How she oh, like yeah. works in advertising now. So interesting. And like has a normal job. Like it yeah. must be interesting to like then have to do that pivot where you're like, I guess I need money. Like yeah. I wasn't getting any money and Slade hoodwinked her <laughs> like no other. So good for her. I mean, I yeah. don't think anybody is above working. I think like you need to make money and you can't just like be like, oh, well, I was on season one of Housewives. I wish I was above working. Oh, my God. Same. I wish I had, like, Shep's life. I think I'd be really good at not working. I'd be so good at it. I'd be so thin. I'd be... Because I, I, I was like, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> but I think I would work out all the time. I'd work out all the time. My job would be looking amazing. I would look amazing all the time. I'd, like, cook for ideally a husband and then, like, the kids. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the annoying thing. It's like, how am I? I just want to be a stay-at-home Meg. Like, right. I don't want to, I don't want to work. I don't want to, like, hang out with kids all day. I definitely don't want to, like, pick kids up from school. Right, and it's not, it's like you would either have to have kids, a big household that you're, quote-unquote, taking care of, <laughs> or some sort of passion project like oh i'm writing my first novel like no one is al- no one for whatever reason is allowed to say i i just live i just live my best life it's annoying and it's i'm trying to annoying. make this my lucrative passion project yeah. so some sucker is like oh yeah she's just going to work at this at home all day like working out and watching bravo all day i'm like yeah. oh podcast twice a week what the fuck is that i can do that <laughs> easy easy <laughs> Oh my god. Well that actually brings us to the end of today's episode. Megan, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having. Where can people find you, follow you, and listen to your great show? You can find Bravo's The Daily Dish. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, uh, you can find us on Instagram at Bravo Daily Dish. I'm everywhere at Meg Segura. Yay! Well thanks. You have to come on again. This was too fun and too easy. Can't wait. 
Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 